This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Tuesday the 8th of June. Justin, in news we didn't exactly foresee or expect, <laughs> crime agencies believe Qantas, aka the Flying Kanga, has been <laughs> infiltrated by bikies Ooh. and other organised crime groups to facilitate drug importation. Watch this space. I know. Brett, after Naomi Osaka pulled out of the French Open, yep. meditation app Calm, yep. they've pledged to pay any fines that a tennis player might be slapped with if they choose to bail on press conferences because of their mental Help. I like it, Justin. Kudos Good one you, by Calm. I know. Three really soothing stories today. Let's do it. For our first. Twitter has picked Australia to launch its new premium subscription service, Twitter Blue. Australia, we are the chosen <laughs> ones. What is the story here? Well, Twitter has launched its first ever paid service named Twitter Blue, mm-hmm. and it's picked Australia and Canada to be the official guinea pigs. And B-Man, before you freak out, mm-hmm. don't worry, the free service is still here to stay. Ah, so what is this new paid version all about? It's going to have some pretty cool features. It's going to allow you to customize the Twitter app icon, bookmark tweets, and most importantly, has an undo tweet button. This could have been used to get a lot of celebrities (laughs) out of hot water. Yep, Chrissy Teigen could have rethought some of those pretty shocking tweets, and Trump could have spelled coffee right. Oh, kafefen. (laughs) And B-Man, Twitter's only expecting this new service to appeal to their power users, or people who really regret their tweets. (laughs) So what is the key learning here? Tech companies love to use Australians to be their product guinea pigs. That's because we're pretty tech-savvy and we're always keen to mm-hmm. share our opinions. Think about it, B-Man. We're a pretty small population, so testing can be done cost-effectively and it doesn't risk the company's reputation in their core markets. It's not the only launch that's happened here, Justin. That's true. Instagram chose Australia as one of the first countries to have its like count removed. And let's not forget, Google also tested removing Aussie news content from mm. its search results from users. Kind of like A-B testing where uh-huh. we source our news. I wonder, oh, I wonder, mm. what'll be next? For our second story... Afterpay's recruited Rebel Wilson Ooh. for a global ad push to spice up its image. Ah, Afterpay really tugging at the Aussie heartstrings <laughs> yeah. here. What is the story? All right, Afterpay's obviously the goat of the buy now, pay later <laughs> space, and they've wooed Aussie actress Rebel Wilson to star in its latest global campaign. Now, Justin, in this 30 second ad, Rebel compares Afterpay to like getting instant abs mm. and as like the baby of credit cards and cash. Tell you what, instant abs would not mind that right now. <laughs> now, Afterpay reckons their users have saved 110 million dollars when compared to those who made the same purchase using credit cards. And it's a big push to get shoppers thinking away from credit cards Mm. and more into afterpay. So what is the key learning here? If there are two guarantees in life, it's that sex sells (laughs) and A-grade celebs sell. Uh Uh-huh. Nope, we're not talking about the third evictee of Survivor Season (laughs) 7 here. But A-graders like Rebel Wilson, you betcha they sell. Now ASIC, the corporate watchdog in Australia, Justin, they released a pretty damning report about buy now, pay later services Mm -hmm. last year. So afterpay desperately needed some good people. A fresh new face and a fun new ad should help shrug off any stigma around buy now, pay later created by ASIC. Now, let's be honest here, Justin. We love seeing big celebrities back big brands, Mm -hmm. don't we? Like when Kimmy K and Sharon Strzelecki (laughs) teamed up for Uber Eats. Or my favourite Snoop Doggy Dog backed (laughs) Menu Log with that lit song (laughs) that'll now be in my head for the next week. Uh, Thanks, Menu Log. For our third and final story, G7 nations have agreed to set a 15% global tax rate on multinational companies. G1! 
<laughs> Who is this exclusive seven and what is the story? Right, so now, the G7 is an organization made up of the world's seven largest, quote, advanced economies. We're talking Canada, France, Germany, Italy, Japan, UK, and the US. Wow, Australia, hmm, snubbed <laughs> again. But no biggie, we are in the G20 later in this year, aka the leftovers. <laughs> now, basically, this group, they got together over the weekend, Justin, and they agreed to back a global minimum tax rate of at least 15%. And why is that? Well, they're pretty sick of big multinationals setting up shop in countries like Ireland mm-hmm. so they can just take advantage of lower tax rates. Instead, they want the multinationals... That's Netflix, think Spotify, mm-hmm. Google, Apple, you know. They want them to pay a minimum of 15% tax and they want them to pay the tax in the country they make the Ooh. sales in. Not just where they have a physical presence. And B-Man, what's the company tax rate in Australia? It's a whopping 30% down Ooh. under, Justin. So this news would have those multinationals here in Australia pretty peeved, <laughs> I'd say. So what's the key learning here? Big businesses need to start paying big tax. Mm-hmm. For too long, they've gotten away with paying a bugger all tax. <laughs> How so? Well, they keep a physical presence in tax-effective countries like Ireland, where the corporate tax rate is just 12.5%. Netflix only paid $550,000 worth of tax last year. And Spotify just paid over $580,000 in Australian tax for 2020. So this big proposal is heading to the G20 Summit in July this year. And if it gets support, Justin, from all the leaders, mm-hmm. it means that countries like the US, they'll be able to increase their corporate tax rate without the big boy multinationals mm. getting upset or taken off. And B-Man, if it does come to fruition, this could seriously affect the earnings of the massive companies which might spell bad news for the share market. Flux family, we have loved having you on the pod with us today. And if there's one small thing you can do after this pod that we would really love, it's tell one friend or family member about the What The Flux podcast. It'll give you some great content to chat about when mm. the conversation gets a little bit awkward. <laughs> Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.